Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Rivas, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Lightworkers. Now that the hustle and bustle of the holidays and the New Year's are well behind us, we can now reacclimate ourselves to some semblance of a routine, as much as possible anyways. I don't know about you, but for the past couple of months financially, I've been on autopilot and I've been all over the place. Every year, I say that I'm going to be really intentional and mindful of my spending at the end of the year, especially during Christmas. But somehow it just doesn't happen. But that's life, isn't it? No one is perfect. And some of us like to live on the edge, the financial edge, I guess. But don't get me wrong. I am a joyful spender who can really appreciate the lighthearted aspects of letting go of money in exchange for goods and services. But what I'm referring to here is spending out of mere convenience or laziness or just being unconscious about spending. I know and feel that when I engage in transactional, mindless, needless spending, I'm not respecting or honoring my money and that really doesn't feel good. In a way, I feel like I'm taking it for granted and I don't take the time to consider things such as spending, receiving, and managing my money. I just kind of feel a little yucky um, when I do that. And I think it's because I'm especially sensitive or aware now because last year I realized that if I'm going to improve my relationship with money and I want to have a really good, strong, positive relationship with this energetic entity called money, I should relate to it in a more personal way. Meaning, would I treat a beloved friend or family member the way I was treating my money at that time? So putting this idea into practice was really important to me. I knew it conceptually. I've, I've thought about it and understood it and it made sense in my mind for a really long time. But last year, I took action and I figured out how I could do this really easily, how I could put this into practice. Then some interesting things happened when I became more conscious with my money and my spending and how I welcome it into my bank account. Personal partnerships and relationships changed for the better, even though in some cases that meant parting ways for now. I felt 
free, more empowered, and confident, I also thought long and hard about how I wanted to be of service in exchange for money, as well as the people I wanted to surround myself with. I removed offerings and promised myself that I would only do the work that brought me immense joy. I vowed to follow my heart's desire rather than the logical, analytical, typical way of doing business and handling my money. I looked at my spending with compassion and honesty. I really practiced self-compassion and was really honest with myself in a way that didn't make me feel bad. What happened next was doors and opportunities began to open for deeply connecting with important people, with friends, as well as new and old clients, and I felt a general sense of calm and peace around my money. There are really no obstacles to doing this practice, this money cleanse. It's simple and easy. All you have to do is look at your monthly banking statements or your online banking account. The data is already gathered there for you and it's very straightforward to obtain. The reality of your money will be there digitally in black and white on the page. So my friend, it's time to start looking at your bank account, where your money goes, or how it's spent, and even how it got there. Often we spend unconsciously. could be out of habit, obligation, or just forgetfulness. We often take on work that pays the bills, but drains us emotionally and spiritually. Does not light us up like fireworks on the 4th of July. Let's change that and take the first steps to honoring and respecting our money and our relationship with money by doing a money cleanse. We can look at this on a number of different levels. The main ones are financial, energetic, and emotional. So financially, we can unsubscribe or cancel memberships and subscriptions we no longer use. Now this just makes good old-fashioned financial sense and it's very practical. $20 here and $40 there every month can add up over a year or over the years. If we're not using it, it doesn't make sense to hold on to the debt every month, right? It doesn't make sense to keep paying month after month for something we no longer use or need. The really sneaky ones are the yearly subscriptions. I always seem to catch them a little too late. So subscriptions and memberships can look like entertainment packages such as Netflix, Hulu, Apple, all of those. Monthly mystery boxes, those are the ones where you pay a monthly fee and every month they send um, a themed box to your home. Monthly auto shipments of food, makeup, soap, vitamins, those are also things that we may no longer make the make use of but we still have the reoccurring payments for subscriptions can also look like software and apps for our business so 
Do you really use all that software for your business? If there is something you're paying for but not using, I suggest canceling it. You may want to consider purchasing lifetime products. There are three that come to mind. One is a course platform where you just pay one lifetime fee. The, another one is stock images that you pay a lifetime membership for. You only pay it once. And there is also a shopping cart platform that you just pay for once and you have it for as long as you are in business. There are also apps that you only have to purchase once but have lifetime access to it. And there's a website called AppSumo which has quite a few lifetime app purchases. So another example of subscriptions and memberships that we may no longer be using or benefiting from. This could look like gym memberships or spa memberships. I had a membership for uh, monthly massages that at one point accumulated for almost a year. So at that point, I had to give sessions away. But when I did, I had to pay a non-member fee for them. So in the end, I just ended up paying even more. So canceling these subscriptions and memberships will free up some money in your account that could go to something else, maybe something else you're interested in. All right, energetically, we can tune in and see what has quote-unquote push and pull energy around our spending. It's time to plug those energy leaks. If you feel compelled or pressured, this is what I mean by pushing energy. This one can come in the form of peer pressure or just following others without thinking. So say you belong to a group of online spiritual entrepreneurs who just love this very expensive online platform, but you can take it or leave it. Your fellow entrepreneurs just go on and on about it. And since you don't really hate it, you cave in and sign up for the platform's monthly membership. That's a little pricey. You only use some of the features and don't really need all of them yet. So you're not taking full advantage of all the features and benefits. You make the monthly payments every month even though you would be just as fine as using a less expensive alternative. So every month when the payment comes around, you think, well, I already have things set up, so I might as well just keep it. You're not really thrilled about it or excited about it, and you are not really reaping all the benefits of it. You just kind of keep paying that monthly payment. So now you're being pulled along. First, you were indirectly, unintentionally, energetically pushed or gently nudged into it because you were hearing so much about it. Then you were pulled along month after month, just settling, even though a better option for you, for your business is out there that you were aware of, but you still chose to pay the expensive monthly payments. So that's an example of push and pull energy when it comes to your monthly debits or your yearly debits. All right, 
On an emotional level, we can take note of anything that makes us feel sad, angry, regretful, frustrated, or guilty. An example of this is say we got pressured into donating to a charity or a cause that might mean so much to a friend, but not to us. Uh, here's an example. So, say I love classical music, which I do. <laughs> and every year, maybe even twice a year, there's a fundraiser for a local classical music community. I may donate and then go on and on about it and then tell you. Hey, you should donate too. It's such a beautiful community of people doing so much good for the arts. And even though you don't like classical music, you do it anyway because it's for a good cause and intellectually it makes sense. It's a charity, so why not? But deep down inside, this makes you feel a little annoyed and hesitant. You have these feelings of not being quite on board or not really enthusiastic. It does. It's not lighting you up. It's not part of your heart's desire, but you do it anyways. So now you have a monthly debit of ten dollars for something you don't even appreciate or like. Fundraisers can be big guilt inducers. So maybe the next time you're approached with A fundraiser, you can maybe say that you're going to pass this time around, and you're considerate next time, and just speak from your heart and honor your money. All right, here are three things you can do, or three steps you can take to do a money cleanse. Super easy, three really simple, easy steps to release financially, energetically, or emotionally. So step. One, take a look at your banking statements. I recommend printing the month or months out. If you're looking at your statement online, it's just nicer to be able to, you know, look through the pages and jot down notes or circle or star something that you feel needs to go, and then that way you don't have to keep scrolling back and forth. You can see everything clearly in front of you. Another thing you could do is scan through your email. Often companies will send you an invoice of payment or a receipt of payment. I prefer the bank account statement or printout since my email inbox is a jungle. So if you get quite a few emails a day, then maybe just stick with taking a look at your banking statements. All right, step two: take note of what. You no longer use, need, or enjoy. Some things to consider or questions you could ask yourself are: Does this still light me up? If it's no, then of course you need to let it go. Is this more of an obligation than a desire? Am I still using this or making the most use of it? Have I made the monthly payments long enough to fulfill my agreement, and I no longer need that product or service or software? Does this in any way make me feel guilty, resentful, annoyed, or some other less than positive emotion? Then it's time to release it. And another one: Am I paying for this month after month because I got a good deal when I subscribed as a founding member? Or an early adopter. 
Or am I paying for it just because it is a really good deal month after month, even though I'm not really using it? Okay, now after you've determined what needs to go and what needs to be released, step three is to take action by unsubscribing to memberships and canceling monthly or yearly payments. Now do this right away or as soon as possible. And if you can't do it right away, schedule time to do it. I've been guilty so many times of noting what I'd like to cancel but not taking action on. Then the next month, I am charged again and then I get frustrated. You might also have to do a little digging. It might take a little time since some unsubscribe areas are hidden or you may have to contact customer service. This may take some time, but it's essential and well worth it in the end. I hope that with each action you take, you feel better and better about how you are treating and relating to your money. And maybe you feel lighter because you are releasing heavier or challenging energies around your money. And take note of how good it feels to honor and respect your money. I have a feeling that the positive thoughts, emotions, and energy around your money after doing a money cleanse regularly will make room for more abundance to come through. Take it from me. You're not going to be perfect with this practice, and that's okay. You may fall off the wagon, (laughs) like in December during Christmas, when you're just really busy, but You know, you can always just get back on the horse and continue again, right? As long as you're learning something, it's all good. You can do it now and and then, monthly or quarterly. It's up to you. The important thing is to take a look at your banking statements and check in with your friend Money and see how she's doing and see if there's anything that needs releasing or adjusting. Releasing that which we do not need or no longer serves us is a common spiritual, mental, emotional, and energetic practice. We do it all the time in the name of personal growth and healing. It's a natural process that we go through in order to make sacred space for something else to come through. So why not let it also be a financial process, a financial healing Anyway, I encourage you to try it at least once, then watch your relationship blossom and grow. Yes, with your money and with others, but more importantly, with yourself. All right, dear friend, that's it. Time for our money cleanse, three steps we can take to honor our money. The next money episode, two weeks from now, will be on loving what's in your bank account. We'll take a look at our income and how we are welcoming our friend money into our lives and businesses. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. Take care. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.